Hello everyone, welcome and welcome back to the podcast. I've been meaning to watch that. I am your one and only host, Monica. Thank you so much for returning. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. So yes, I've been gone for a little bit. I apologize for that. I decided to take a quick break unannounced. Uh, I felt like I was warranted that because no one really listens to this podcast. It's just me in my room talking to myself. So yes, hi, hope you're all doing well. I mainly have been just trying to like plan out podcast reviews and like topics because oftentimes when I start to record or on the days I have to record, I do the research the day of and then I record the day of and I upload super late into the day and that's not a good look for when you're trying to build an audience for a very small podcast so yes for now on I will try to be a bit more prepared in general so thank you so much for listening and watching me while I live stream on you now yes I live stream this podcast as well hi hope you guys are doing great this episode is a Wednesday episode and on Wednesdays I do a little bit more loose kind of formatting I do a little more loose episodes and it's not really like review reviews but today I'm just gonna talk about some things I've been watching during quarantine you know these aren't gonna be like deep reviews into stuff but you know just like a list of some stuff I've been watching or stuff I have finished or stuff I've rewatched during quarantine because quarantine has been kicking my butt and school's coming back and I'm very nervous for school to come back because I don't feel like we're ready for school to open up again and I'm like really scared and like really worried and I don't really know what's going to happen next and I'm just hoping everything will be okay but it may not be because you know with school there's like winter and the, the flu season and we'll just have to see what happens but you know today's not the day to worry about those things today is the day where we're going to talk about the things I've been watching in quarantine and if there are certain things that you've watched in quarantine uh, let me know. Hit me up um, on I've been meaning to at gmail.com so I can see what you've been watching and maybe I'll check it out as well because I'm always looking for new things to watch. And I have like the most like strange array of, I have the strangest list of stuff I've been watching quarantine. Like first thing, first thing I'm going to talk about, uh, I watched this movie called Ready or Not which is a horror film but it feels more like a thriller in a sense and it basically it's this movie about this white couple and they get married and um the wedding night the family does like plays a game or something and if you have to play the game or whatever and it's like it's very sinister like the whole thing is very weird when you're first watching it and i'm like watching this and obviously like as the audience we know that's a horror film it's a thriller we know that's the thing is going to go wrong because we're watching a horror movie where you understand that is not what you see it seems to be but homegirl like homegirl is just actually kind of chill through the whole thing like the fiance is unsettled in all of this right and like there's this one scene where like homegirl is marrying her fiance and then the grandma or like the aunt comes in and she's wearing all black black lipstick with white hair and she's just pale and thin it's just like what is this ghoul doing in your room like what the heck lady just appears out of nowhere and just spooks them right but the movie in of itself it's super good it's uh it's very funny i'm not gonna lie it's funny i know it's not meant to be funny like like some parts of it is are funny obviously and then there are some parts of it that were not meant to be funny that i laughed at anyways you know it's a really good movie it's very exhilarating it really does entice you and uh 
definitely check it out. I watched it on Hulu and I feel like I might rewatch it again. Maybe again. And maybe I'll like do a video or like a review on it. Perhaps. It's a super good movie. I think another movie that's kind of like it is like Happy Death Day, which I haven't watched before, but I think I'm going to try and watch it. I've been trying to get more into like horror films and scary movies because I'm someone who doesn't like horror films. I don't like scary movies. I don't like any of that stuff. I'm not a fan. Like honestly, I'm not. But if it's like more like action, if it's more like violent and like thriller and less like supernatural ghost stuff, then I might watch it. Like I might give it a go. I might look at it a little bit. I'm not I'm not scared of like someone in a mask chasing you with a knife. You know, that's fine for me. That's okay for me. But if it's like if we if we're playing on a Ouija board, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going to watch it. I will not even entertain the idea of, of, of actually like thinking about No, that's not for me. But yeah, definitely check out Ready or Not. It's on uh, Hulu. It's really good. The next thing I have watched, this is this is my show during quarantine. And it's called Money Heist. And Money Heist oh, is also called La Casa de Papel. And it's so good. It is this show... I think it's mainly filmed in Spain and it's about these seven criminals who are hired by this man called the professor and all the criminals have like um they have the names of cities excuse me I'm so sorry I yawned they have the names of cities right and like they um plan a heist they plan a heist to rob the national spanish like mint i think it is the show is so good it has four seasons 10 episodes each season's so long it's um, a spanish show so you have to watch it like with subtitles but i was so enticed and obsessed with the show it is amazing it's honestly one of the best new shows on netflix it was first on like uh, a different channel I'm not sure which one. I'm very sorry. I'm not prepared for this. This is very much like a loose podcast. And then it was picked up by Netflix. And the fifth and final season hasn't started filming yet, I don't believe. But whenever it does start filming, I'm going to be there and ready to watch it. This was another show that I started watching called Vis-a-Vis, also known as Locked Up. And it takes place in a woman's prison. And I just watched the first episode. I haven't really got it. I haven't gotten deep into it. But that's my next show I'm gonna watch. That's the next show I'm gonna binge. Like that's the next show I'm gonna like let myself become sub like immersed into. You know, like when I start watching a show, I love watching shows that like have so many seasons, because I like to just be in it. I like to be like submerged. I love to like have something to binge, something to obsess over, something to just like let it like yeah, like take this ride, go through this journey. You know, so many heists, very good um very like dramatic soap opery soap opera like sad it's like um gory it's like uh it's exhilarating it's amazing it's a thrilling ride i love it so much and i definitely want to talk about it someday because money heist it's just like it's just one of those shows that isn't make like people don't make shows like money heist anymore it's it's seriously like a show that's just like so beautifully well done it's so one of a kind it's so unique it's just a masterpiece in of itself so the next show i started watching was unorthodox now you see like i don't have a type of show 
I just watch whatever it looks interesting to me. Like I don't have like a certain type of show that I'm really into. Like sometimes I like um, light-hearted animation shows like She-Ra and The Princesses of Power. I f recently finished that show, five seasons, amazing, one of my favorite shows. It really did capture my heart. Uh, there are some people online that are going to try and get DreamWorks to do a movie, which I think is a super cool idea. She-Ra is honestly one of the best shows. Like it's so good. If you like She-Ra, then you love Steven Universe, and I also like Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers is a classic. Bob's Burgers is my favorite. I love it so much. Yeah. Okay, so Unorthodox. Unorthodox is a show about a woman named Esther, and she's basically leaving her um, very strict, like Jewish lifestyle that she's lived her whole life. I think it's based off of a book by the same name. And when I saw this show, it's an American German uh, miniseries. So I don't know if there's going to be a season two or not, but like. I remember seeing a show for the first time just like kind of pop up on my um it popped up on my Netflix recommend recommended and I was like oh this looks interesting let's look into it let's like see what it's about and I started watching it and it's so great it's so it's it is really interesting like it's really cool and it's based off a book called Unorthodox the Scandalous Rejection of My Hasidic Roots and it's a 2012 memoir written by Deborah Feldman and in the book she talks about like her oppression and her escape from her very religious Jewish community in Brooklyn New York and how she like literally this girl Esther runs away to Germany I believe like she literally just like runs all the way to Berlin where her mother lives who was cast out of the Jewish community as well and she was raised by her grandmother and she tries to like navigate a new life outside of her religion rejecting all her beliefs and it's it's a really good show it's very like ooh, like it's just like one of those shows you know you watch it there isn't anything like really sinister to it there isn't anything like evil to it there isn't anything like undermining the whole premise of it it's just a young girl who's 19 and she gets married and she's pregnant but she wants to like live her life she wants to try something new she wants to do something different she wants to do music you know she wants to like live a happy life outside of one that is restrictive and one that holds her back and I really did like the show a lot and honestly if they don't make a season two of the show that's perfectly fine because the show doesn't need a season two the show is great all of its own it has one season four episodes each episode is like at least under an hour so if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. It's really great. It's really amazing. I watched that show in a day and I really did love it. It was so awesome. Next show I want to talk about is What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows is an FX series uh, show. It's based off of a movie of the same name. The movie is... what is it? The movie has the same name and it was also written by... I always say his name wrong. Takai with Titi? Sorry, I'm so sorry. Taka with Titi. With Titi. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. I love him so much. I think he's amazing. It's The show is um, created by Jermaine Clem, Clem, Clement, 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 who is a star in the uh, original movie that the show is based off of. The show is a mockumentary. The show is hilarious. I love the show so much. It's a mockumentary about uh, four vampires. 
one is Laszlo. He's like kind of like the leader. He used to be like this tyrant who would like rape and pillage villages. And then they were like, there's Nandor and Nadja. They're married. They're traditional vampires. They're super, they're hilarious. I love them. And then there's Colin Robertson, who's an energy vampire, which means he sucks out your energy. He drains your energy. He works in the office space. He's a bald white man with glasses and wears ugly sweaters. Like they literally call him Colin Robertson and it's hilarious. And the four vampires, they are all um, kind of taken care of by Nandor's familiar, Guillermo, who really wants to become a vampire. He really wants to be a vampire, like, so badly. But the thing about familiars is that, like, it's notorious that familiars will stay attached to their master for so long and then they'll never be turned into a vampire. So the show just kind of, like, focuses on their kind of, like, nightly lives into what it's like being a vampire and the things that they do and the shenanigans they get up with and it's a funny show i like it a lot the movie is hilarious the movie is super good it's one of my favorite movies ever it's so underrated it's so funny like to cut my gosh i can't say his name mr thor ragnarok because <laughs> he wrote and directed thor ragnarok i hate the fact that i've never learned how to say his name I'm such a fake fan. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry, Mr. Watiti. Watiti? What's Watiti? Sorry. Anyways, What We Do in the Shadows. Awesome show. Definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. It is super great. Another show that I've watched on Hulu is High Fidelity, which I have been thinking about doing a podcast review on because it's a um, kind of a romantic comedy series. And it stars Zoe Kravitz, who I love, who's also in Big Little Lies. So she's amazing in Big Little Lies. And uh, in the show High Fidelity, she owns a record shop. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about shows like this. Like, the main character always has some weird, elusive job where it seems like they don't make any money, but they live in such a nice apartment. So I'm confused. Like, how? Like how? Like she wears like such nice clothes. Well, ooh, I shouldn't drag Zoe Kravitz like this. <laughs> I mean, look, like how do you live in this nice apartment, have all these records, and you work in a record store that only sees customers on like Saturdays and Sundays? It's just weird. That doesn't make any sense. And in a record store, she's she employs two of her friends, and one of her friends. He, okay, this is another problem I kind of have with, like, this is another problem I have with um, comedy shows in general. Like, I love High Fidelity, this rom-com TV show. I think it's really awesome. I think it's very funny. Um, Simon, he is her, like, gay best friend. And then there's Sharice. Sharice is played by Divine Joy Randolph. If you do not know who Divine Joy Randolph is, then you're just... I'm sorry, you're uncultured, but Divine Joy Randolph is an amazing actress. She has been on Broadway, she was in, uh, frick, that Eddie Murphy movie that everyone watched, and I, Dol Dolomite, Dolomite is my name. She is Yale trained, like she has denominated for a Tony for being in a musical. She is amazing. She is a star. She is, she is a boss ass bitch and 
in high fidelity she's just like the black friend who's like sassy and always talks about what she's gonna do and always talks about what she's gonna create and then she never does it until like the end of the episode where you like see her like start putting in the work to like what she's gonna achieve and the last episode of high fidelity she starts singing and my heart is taken away it flies out of my chest because divine joy randolph is amazing she's a superstar and i i like the show because it has like two black female leads who like are working off of each other they're both funny they're both creative they're both amazing they're friends they're not bickering or fighting with each other they work with one another i like that about the show but the one thing i don't like about the show is that like the vine is just kind of put to the back she's pushed to the side we never learn about her story we never learn about her like character we never learn about her background or her past and the thing about high fidelity is that it's a show the show follows uh robin and she's known as rob on the show Zoe Kravitz character and Rob goes down the list of her worst heartbreaks and like we get to see like glimpses of Rob and her character and how she is with other people and the people she's dated and how people she's dated have reflected on the choices that she made and the people the person that she was when she dated those people like you get to know her so well and Simon the one gay guy who's also the one white man he also gets like two episodes of his own but Divine Joy divine joy randolph it's just push the background she's just like the background character she's just like the supporting actress of it all she doesn't get her own spotlight we don't get to know her story we don't get to know more about her she's just there and it makes me upset because she she's so talented and so eccentric and amazing she has a presence on screen and it's just unfair that she isn't giving the chance to just show that to us and that's the one gripe I had with the show. But all in all, the show High Fidelity is pretty good. I like High Fidelity mainly because like it's a show that has like black people being into music that isn't like traditionally black. Like they're not listening to like Drake or like uh, Young Thug or like Migos. And there's nothing wrong with those artists and there's nothing wrong with like rap music, hip hop, R&B in general. But like I like seeing two black people talk about how much they love like david bowie you know that's something i'm really into because like as a black person i was into like really different music when i was younger and i'm still into different music now like i'm into all kinds of music and it's cool to watch a show where like excuse me you see two black people just be authentically and like really like sincerely into music just because it's music and it's beautiful it's awesome and they don't pass off music like oh this is white people music like that's not the kind of thing I'm into like they really are into it and they like break down why they like the music what's so great about the music like the different notes and like the instruments and you know, the lyrics and everything like all the stuff that goes into really good music I do have to say another gripe I have with the show High Fidelity is that like Rob can't get over her ex uh Russell which is like it's fine okay you can't get over Russell and so she starts dating two people at the same time I'm watching this, I'm like, girl, is that a smart idea? It's like, she literally starts dating two people at the same time. And you may not call it dating, but what I what I saw was dating. Like, she's with two people at the same time. And one of the people she's with, his name is Liam. He's a cover artist or, like, a singer. And he's going to be, like, he's, like, super talented. But his first introduction to us is, like, being this, this skinny white boy with his shirt all open singing an acoustic cover of boys to men and everyone else is just like standing in this crowded smoky bar being like hypnotized by his voice and i'm just sitting here watching this like 
I'm supposed to like this? Like, this is supposed to be entertaining? This is good? Y'all like this place? Y'all like this? And I thought I was waiting for like the punchline or something and then like all three main characters are like, oh yeah, this is good. This is the stuff. Like this hits different. I'm like, have y'all ever heard boys to men? You know, I maybe it's just me, but acoustic covers of black songs get on my nerves. It's like, what are you doing? What is this? Like, I don't even like the music, but can we put the ukulele away? Can we put the electric? Can we put the bass away, please? Like, this is not what I want. Nobody asked for this. Nobody wants this except you. So that was my opinion. But yeah, high fidelity, all in all, pretty great show. Definitely go check it out. Another show that I've been watching within quarantine is the show called Never Have I Ever on Netflix. Never Have I Ever is a show on Netflix. It's not the one of them teen shows, you know, like those coming of age shows, those comedy shows are like, I'm so-and-so and I am a nerd and these are my friends and we don't fit in and we're gonna try and like do alcohol and be cool and blah 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 rebel against our parents and stuff like that. It's like those shows and I'm not against shows like that like those shows are fine it's okay you know but like at the same time it's like uh, how many times are we gonna do this like how many times how many times are we gonna do a coming of age story you know but this show is obviously different because of the main character of this show is a first-generation Indian-American teenager. And I really do like the show, like, when it was first pitched. The program creator is Mindy Kaling. So, of course, I was obviously very interested in the show. I thought, okay, maybe this will be good. Maybe this will be great. Maybe this will be very, like, funny and stuff. And the show is funny. The show isn't bad. Like, I like the show a lot. I think it's really cool. And, um, the show, to be fair, like, the way it starts is truly like it's it's truly like so original so the show starts with this girl and she's dealing with the death of her father and um also like i don't remember what year it is exactly but she couldn't walk at some point and then one day she just stands up and she can walk again it's crazy so the show sits around devi and she's 15 years old and this all happened in her freshman year so now sophomore year she wants to be different she wants to like change her social status she wants to be popular and the one thing she really tries to do is have sex with the senior now <laughs> i like i know that coming of age teen shows are like based off of personal experiences and I think this show is like partially based off Mindy Kaling's experience as a teenager and that's fine that's okay. Me, myself, and I, I am kind of tired of shows about teens that are focused on sex because I feel like not all teens are are like I feel like not all teens really think about sex as much as adults think that they do because usually these teen shows are written by adults and maybe those adults thought about sex in their time, but I don't feel like kids nowadays, like, really care about sex and drugs and alcohol. Maybe that's just me personally and the people that I, like, was friends with in high school. But, like, I feel like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like in coming-of-age shows, when you have the the girl or the guy, like, wanting to lose her virginity so badly, it just, like, it kind of sends the wrong message to kids watching the show. But 
all in all the show is really great it follows like grief and indian identity and school life Debbie also has problems with her mom nalini and she has this beautiful cousin kamala who is set to be like married to some guy she's never met before and honestly all in all it's a great show it's super funny it's well written there are some parts of it that's like super awkward and really cringy which is how it is when you're 15 years old so of course you can expect that in a show that is centered around a 15 year old's life i think it's pretty great i think that the show is like really i feel like it really does set like i feel like it's like that good like a marker in like indian like south asian representation in hollywood because you don't really see a lot of south asian representation in hollywood at least like positive representation at least and recently there has been a lot more of that but i feel like this show is a good way to just like show other south asian like creators that like you can make great content you can make your movies you can pitch your tv shows like you can do things like you don't have to like fit into one place with the things you want to make you can make different things and i love this show never have ever i think that like all in all it's a pretty great show any like mini gripes i have with it like you have to watch the show to really get what i mean when i say like there are some things i don't like about it like for one thing um debbie she's into this guy in the show what is his name um frank what is his name i'm so sorry y'all like i'm so bad at this i'm so bad at this as you can tell um the guy's name is paxton and here's my issue with the show like one <laughs> i like the show i do but like debbie the actress who plays debbie she's 18 and the actor who plays Devin is like 29 so that's like a huge age gap and also Paxton he doesn't look 18 he looks older this man has eye bags and crow's feet okay like teenagers don't have that like I knew friends in high school that had like a few gray hairs because they were all in AP classes but like crow's feet no wrinkles around their mouth no none of that so yeah but there is going to be a season two of the show so I feel like a lot of the smaller problems I have with the show will probably be rectified and I think it's a really great show and you guys should definitely check it out it's very funny it's very entertaining it's lighthearted in some moments and it's serious in other moments and I really did enjoy it another show that I'm watching right now is Mindhunter now I started watching Mindhunter when it first came out which is a while ago and then I kind of fell off of it because I felt like it was a little boring and I wasn't really that interested also I wasn't I'm not someone who's really interested in true crime I feel like if I consume too much about true crime I'm gonna make myself any more paranoid than I already am and I'm already very paranoid as it is because black women are more likely to be like kidnapped in daylight broad daylight and like sold into sex trafficking and I live in Georgia and Atlanta is the capital of sex trafficking and a lot of black women live here so yeah I'm very paranoid when it comes to like holding my keys in my hand and locking my car and checking over my shoulder to see if someone's following me and stuff like that like I'm already like really like on edge about that stuff so consuming true crime like podcasts tv shows movies watching criminal minds that stuff just like sets me further on the edge and watching Mindhunter it felt kind of just like slow a little bit but I got him back into it and it's really great like um jonathan groff he is amazing in this show he is so 
he's just like he's such his character he embodies his character so well he does such a great job with all he's given and there are you know when you're like you're watching a show and you want to google the show while you're watching it but you know if you google it you might spoil it for you but you just want to like know certain things like i'm watching the show and i know it's based off of a book written by an actual former fbi agent and although i like i don't know that much about true crime and stuff like that like the show is centered around like the behavioral unit in the FBI and how they're trying to like classify serial killers and patterns of behavior that they exhibit and like I don't know a lot about serial killers like I don't I'm not I'm not someone who is like obsessed about like Ted Bundy or Charles Manson or any of those other people and what they did honestly but like there are times when I'm watching the show and I'm like I don't understand who this person is or like what they're showing me and I want to google it to like see so that I know what they're trying to show me but then I know if I do that it's just going to spoil it for me and I try not to let myself be spoiled by things but it happens sometimes like I was watching this movie um Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and I literally googled it like who is that because I, I googled the movie because I was trying to figure out who the actress was in the movie and instead I googled it and like the synopsis for the movie spoiled the whole movie for me and I was just like well well well, well if that's gonna happen that's gonna happen I guess you know <sighs> yeah I feel like I've reached the end of this um oh one other thing that I've watched in quarantine one thing that I've been re-watching in quarantine like so much is this comedy special called Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Middle Ditch and Schwartz is performed they are three improvised comedy specials performed by Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. If you don't know who those people are, Thomas Middleditch, he was on Sil Sil Silicon Valley in on HBO and Ben Schwartz, he played um, John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. He's done other things besides Parks and Rec, like he's been on Sonic, he's done DuckTales, he's done Teen Ninja Turtles, he's done a bunch of movies. He recently did a movie with uh, Billy Crystal. Uh, it's called Standing Up Falling Down, which is like, Standing Up Falling Down is a very good movie. So heartwarming, so funny, so perfect. I love that show, I love that movie so much. It made me laugh. It made me feel things, it made me cry. Uh, yeah, Ben Schwartz, I'm like low-key obsessed with Ben Schwartz right now. I think he's phenomenal and completely underrated and super funny and like so down to earth. Like yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, Middleditch, Middleditch, this special is so long. Middleditch and Schwartz, they're super funny. Three completely improvised comedy specials on Netflix. Please go watch them, please go check them out. Because if we if enough people watch them, then it shows that Netflix it shows Netflix that people are interested in them, and it also shows that like they should make another. Excuse me, they should make another one, and I'd be very excited and very happy for that. So please go check out Middle Edition Shorts. Also, I've been watching the show called Kim's Convenience, which tugs at my heartstrings. I love this show so much. It is a Canadian sitcom. It follows the family, the Kim family, and it's truly one of the best shows on Netflix. It makes me cry all the time. It makes me feel things. It's the humor sometimes is like a little cringy, but it's very heartwarming and like it's honestly like the show is amazing. The show is so unique. It's one of those shows you watch and you just know that it's so perfect. It's so wonderful and it's so 
beloved and wholesome and just like something that should be preserved in amber like i love the show so much so yeah please please go check out kim's convenience please go check out all the things that i have recommended for you in this podcast episode i promise that monday i'm going to have like a much more constructed a much more like you know a, a list that's a lot more just like together and i'm going to come with you with a review on monday and next wednesday this will be a bit more put together i'm going to do my best thank you so much for listening to this podcast this has been i've been meaning to watch that please listen on spotify and apple Podcasts. subscribe on there as well uh feel free to share this with your friends if you have any suggestions of shows and movies that i should watch please feel free to email me at i've been meaning to at gmail.com yeah that's it um yeah yeah that's it thanks again for listening guys i'm gonna i'm doing my very best to like be on it and like just yeah stick with it thank you so much for listening i hope you stay blessed